بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين. Tonight we'll be resuming our coverage, inshallah, as a community of this uh, really awesome book, Hidden Blessings, 40 Wisdoms Behind Calamities, Difficulties, Trials, and Tribulations. Uh, this is published by Noor Publications and was uh, translated, and then the commentary is by Sheikh Tamim Ahmadi. Uh, he's of Afghan origin. He's in Union City in the Bay Area, mashallah. So now we're on Wisdom 5. Uh, so... For the first two sessions, we covered two wisdoms each session. So tonight, the intention is, inshallah, to cover wisdoms five and what number? And six, mashallah. He beat you to it, man. Okay, so wisdom five, a different perspective on afflictions. Hakim al-Ummah. So Maulana Ashraf Ali Thanwi is uh, referred to as Hakim al-Ummah. Uh, in this book, he said, the reality of the matter is that calamities and afflictions do not come over a person. Rather, it is the blessings and bounties that were already upon that individual. Jazakallah khair. Okay, so you guys got to stick around. Thank you. Rather, where was I? Uh, it, rather, it is the blessings and bounties that were already upon that individual that are taken away. It is actually the disappearance of these bounties and blessings that appears to be a calamity. Similarly, there is no actual death. Rather, it is in fact life that is taken away, the absence of which we call death. In the same way, one is not afflicted by ignorance. Rather, we simply call the absence of knowledge ignorance. The case of sickness is no different. We call the absence of health sickness. If we look at the matter from this perspective, we can clearly see that calamities in reality never descend upon anyone. It is instead that the removal of blessings have made manifest the reality of the human condition. And then the commentary states, this profound statement of Hakim al-Ummah actually alludes to a hadith Qudsi in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes the real state of all created beings. That original state is one which is consistent with being non-existent and deprived. Consequently, it is from His providence alone that creation receives its sustenance in all things. And then the Hadith Qudsi stated, O my servants, all of you are astray except for those I have guided. So seek guidance from me and I shall guide you. O my servants, all of you are hungry except for those I have fed. So seek food from me and I shall feed you. O my servants, all of you are naked except for those I have clothed. So seek clothing from me and I shall clothe you. O my servants, you sin by night and by day, and I forgive all sins, so seek forgiveness from me, and I shall forgive you. This hadith is in Muslim. Jazakallah khair. So my question is, if anyone has any reflections, right, for the, for the youth or those who are young at heart, mashallah, uh, does anyone have any, any thoughts, any reflections that come to mind, anything that they can, oh nice, that they can think of? Do you want to share a reflection? Go ahead. Okay, so, so the need for guidance, right? The need to rely on Allah for guidance. Zain, I need you to help me out for that remote. Do you know how to lower the volume? Because this mic is very sensitive. Can you... Do you, want, do you want to help him out? So if you just lower the volume up maybe two or three times. 
Otherwise, this mic is going to give us feedback. Okay, I think that should that should be okay. Thank you very much. Okay, Jazakallah khair. So, the importance of guidance, relying on Allah for guidance, and that is what is emphasized when we pray five times a day, maybe even more, if someone prays their sunnah, they pray their witr, nafil, duha, so on and so forth. So, good job, Zain. Catch? Okay. Does any, anyone on the sister side, any comments, any, you can get a piece even for sharing your reflection. I know, do we have the, the handheld, where's Abdus Salam? Where do you go? Do we have the handheld mics? Does anyone know? The, the handheld ones? You can leave it on the table. No, no, but for those, there are two. So then Zayn, he can run and give the, you know, the, the, the cordless handheld mic. Oh, yeah, I can find it. Okay, just because when, when there are two, then, then people are more likely to share. Does anyone on the sister side want to share anything? Any, it could be a reflection or anything? Yes, ma'am. Thank you, Sam. That's a really good point, and it, it's an interesting perspective, right? It's sometimes it's not just about uh, what the so the 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 paradigm that's being emphasized is that in reality these are blessings that are removed that are taken away when and it ties in nicely with the hadith Qudsi that actually to start with we have nothing, so anything we do have is from the generosity of Allah Azza wa Jal, and then if Allah takes a little bit a little bit of that away then how, how, are we going to, how are we going to respond, right? Am I going to recognize the other blessings that I still have? Am I going to, and no one is saying that this is easy, right? But what you mentioned, I think is important, the, the, the ayah in Surah Al-Baqarah in which Allah says that, um, actually the end of the ayah is what's on the cover, وَبَشِرِ الصَّابِرِينَ So Allah mentions in the same Surah Al-Baqarah that there are, uh, there are five general categories of tests that Allah mentions that you will definitely be tried with something, so not everything from it. So Allah is actually holding a lot of it back from us, and we ask Allah to protect all of us. With something from, uh, from fear. And you mentioned COVID-19, especially early on, there's a lot of fear. There still is, but especially back then, not knowing what in the world this is, and everything was shut down because we, we didn't know what was going on. So something from fear, uh, something from hunger, uh, and then loss of loss of wealth, uh, lives, and you could say assets, or I mean fruits, but assets is what's implied here. And 
give glad tidings to the patient, congratulate the patient, because if someone can find the hidden blessings essentially in these things, then they're worthy of being congratulated, right? So it's, uh, it, it, a lot of it has to do with our perspective, right? How can, I, how can I get better from this? How can I respond to this? How can I react to this? I was talking with somebody recently and they mentioned that when the pandemic hit, they, uh, they loved their job, they loved their boss, it was a really good situation. And there were some unique things that were very positive about it, right, that he really appreciated. But unfortunately, due to the pandemic, when it first hit, he was laid off along with many other people. And they were sad to let him go, but they just, they didn't know what the future had in store. So he was let go. And so he leaned into the challenge, into the tragedy, if you will. And he said, you know what, I've always wanted to go to grad school. And now that I have this time and I have enough savings and I'm, you know, I can go back, move back in with my parents. He wasn't married with kids at the time. So he, based on his circumstances, he said, how can I make the most out of this? Let me try this, right? So, so he applied, things worked out. And then he ended up, uh, uh, he's going to complete his program soon, inshallah. But he's already lined up with a better job, right? So in hindsight, he says, as difficult as that was, that's really difficult. Now I can see some of the hidden blessings in that situation because maybe what Allah wanted from me was to improve my education, to go to grad school, something along those lines. So how can, it's cliche, we talked about that term before, how can we make lemonade, right? No one is saying it's easy, but th this is what, what we're being reminded of here, that actually we have nothing, any guidance we have is from Allah, any food is from Allah, any guidance from Allah, any clothing is from Allah. Uh, so it's, it's really, um, you know, it's, it's good food for thought to take a step back and reflect that, you know, actually, if the default is to have nothing, then anything that I have is from Allah's generosity, and we thank Allah for His blessings. Do you want, would you like Zain to bring you a piece, if you want to keep it or share it with someone? Pass it to Zain? <laughs> his siblings are going to, they're, they're going to jump on him at home. See, his older brother, give it to me. He gave it to his sister, mashallah. Don't worry, you guys will all, for, for, the, for the youth who are here, especially if you're like 8th grade and under, you all get a piece just for being here, but you have to hang tight till the end. So now we're going to move on to Wisdom 6. We don't want to take too much time, inshallah. Being affected by calamity is human nature. And this is affected with an A, referring to uh, uh, like emotion, right? So cause and effect, effect is with an E, but if you show affection to someone... It's spelled with an A because that type of effect has to do with the heart. So here it says being affected by calamity is human nature. So for your heart to be affected by calamity is human nature. Hakim al-Ummah, may Allah have mercy on him, said, Human beings have been endowed with the ability to perceive and be affected by their own emotions. <laughs> may Allah help the parents. In general, human beings have been endowed with the ability to perceive and be affected by their own emotions as well as that of others. Can you close the door, please? I'll pay you for being my helper. All the doors. <laughs> on the side, on the sister section. It's okay. The baby might be hungry. That's okay. We should make God, may Allah bless all the parents. May Allah, you know, once you're a parent and then you hear kids crying, you, you just feel rahmah. Like, is, is there anything I can do to help? Is there, you know, is there anything that, that can be done? May Allah make it easy. We're, 
We're, we're, we're all praying for the parents. Thank you, Zane. Human beings have been endowed with the ability to perceive and be affected by their own emotions as well as that of others. Therefore, to be affected and feel emotion in any affliction or calamity is completely sound and normal behavior for human beings. So this is the important concept of validation. So there are some words of uh, poetry here originally in, in Urdu, but I can't read Urdu, so I'll read the translation. This heart of mine is not stone or brick, so why should it not fill up with grief? As it is, we shall cry a thousand times. Why then should others also make us cry? The heart, unlike sticks and stones, has the propensity to experience pain and sadness. So it is not a sign of abnormality when something, when something acts within its natural disposition. Rather, it is a sign of sound temperament. And then the commentary says, Imam al-Junaid, radiallahu anhu, said, uh, a person is not to be blamed for what is within his nature. Rather, he is only blameworthy if he perpetrates the evil which his nature demands. Taking this into consideration, if a person feels depressed or saddened by any affliction that overwhelms him or her, he is not blameworthy for feeling this way. However, if he verbally objects to the divine decree that initiated the affliction, then and only then is he ascribed any blame. And we find this example from the life of the Prophet ﷺ when, for example, you have the year of sorrow, right? The Prophet himself did indeed feel sorrow. Uh, nowadays, we would probably use the term depression. Even uh, Prophet Yaqub ﷺ, the father of Prophet Yusuf ﷺ, after dealing with so much and so much difficulty, trials and tribulation, Allah says in Surah Yusuf that he, his eyes became white. So he had cried so much, he had grieved so much to the point that he was physically affected by it, that his eyes were altered, they were affected by it. I don't think any of us would go to Prophet Yaqub and say, I think you've been you know, really sad for too long, where's your iman? So we need to reframe in general as, as Muslims how we understand these concepts. So what's being offered here is the important concept of validation. That's human nature. That's okay. And the Prophet mentioned this himself, after he lost his sixth child. May Allah protect all of our kids. May Allah protect you guys and all the youth who are here and all the kids in general. To lose, if you think about it, this is both in Arabic and in English, there's a term if somebody loses a spouse. If the wife loses the husband or the husband loses the wife. right? If somebody... If somebody, if they, if they lose their parents, right, they're, they're an orphan. If you lose your wife then, then, or a husband, you have widow and widower, right? But there's no term if somebody loses a child. There, there are literally no words to describe that pain, to lose one child. There's no term. If the child loses the parents, they're an orphan, right? If, if a spouse, one spouse loses the other, they're either a widow or widower, but there's no word if somebody loses even one child, subhanAllah. The Prophet, he lost six out of seven. So this is, I, I want to mention that because this is after he loses his sixth child, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. SubhanAllah, it, it's, it's, it's really unimaginable. The batteries died on me. So he lost his sixth child and this was his, his son, Ibrahim. Ibrahim. And he, as we know, his male children, they, they died when, when they were very young. So initially, Al-Qasim died when he was young, and then uh, Abdullah died when he was young. And then towards the, the end of his life, alayhi salam, 
his son Ibrahim dies also when he's basically a baby, when he's, when he's young. And so at the time after uh, his son Ibrahim dies, and at the time of the burial, the, so in that state, the, the, very understandably, it's human nature, the Prophet cried. And so there was a companion who was there who asked the Prophet, even you cry? Like, even you? And mind you, the Prophet would smile all the time. So he, he was constantly, you know, in, in, in this state of smiling. So it was rare for them to see that he was crying. So he was, he was crying, and so a companion asked him, Even you, Ya Rasulullah? And the Prophet said, yes. He said, the, 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 the heart grieves. Right? The eyes shed tears. The heart grieves, but we only say what's pleasing to Allah Azza wa Jal. So it's 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 very interesting because you find you find the essence of rahmatan lil alamin. The Prophet is validating that yes, to 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 cry that this is rahmat, this is human nature, right? For the heart, the Prophet didn't say he didn't have a response, and he he didn't tell other people don't cry. He didn't say don't grieve, don't feel any sadness. Basically, don't be human. He never said that. Alayhi salatu salam, right? The I'm sorry. The aching of the heart is, 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 is very natural. So the, the Prophet is validating this within himself, but also for everyone else, also for other people. Right? This is human nature. So he, he, so he, he mentioned that the eyes, you know, they shed tears, the, the heart grieves, but the tongue only says what's, what's pleasing to Allah Azza wa What's interesting about that is what the Prophet is teaching us is to try our best to avoid the slippery slope of saying negative things. Or, or of complaining in those types of situations in connection with divine decree. If someone complains to someone about someone else because they robbed them, obviously that's totally fine. They should go and do that. But it's different when it's something between you and another person, between you and creation, and when it's something between you and Allah Azza wa Right? So in, in that case, that was how the Prophet, والسلام, that was how he responded. No one is saying that any of this is easy. It's extremely difficult. Right? But this is where we need each other, we need, we need support from community, from family, from friends, because it's, it's, it's just too much for anyone to go it alone, to go through these different things alone. Yes, sir? Yeah, actually, uh, a lot of believers in the Prophet, obviously, they're a different level, they may totally understand the situation. Mm. It's because when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves you, mm-hmm. He puts you through a higher trial, mm-hmm. higher task. Mm-hmm. The higher the task, the higher the reward. Right, right. For them, it was an honor to receive this. Subhanallah. So, so the perspective, right? And and the Prophet, he that, that's a good point. The Prophet, he was, he mentioned Alayhi that the 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 prophets are tested the most, and then those that come after them in rank in terms of piety and righteousness, and those that come after them. Right, right. So, so maybe there's a, there's a lot of wisdom that can be unpacked from that. Um, one. If, if we see others going through calamities, trials, tribulations, we should never assume something negative. Unfortunately, some people, if they find out that someone was diagnosed with an illness or someone you know, lost their job, like you said, or one, one difficulty or another, unfortunately, some people think wrongfully that they have the right to say, oh, you know, maybe Allah is punishing you. Subhanallah, right? We we do not have that right to make that claim. Oh, maybe is Allah's upset with you know these people, and that's why this is happening. What if it's the opposite? What if Allah loves them? What if Allah loves this person, and as a result of that, Allah's threading the needle 
and Allah knows that He's going to help them get through that challenge, but then there's a lot of good that's somehow going to come out of it. Right? Sometimes you have one, Prophet Yusuf, one person went through these massive difficulties, but then he ends up saving the day for, for perhaps millions of people. So, so that's an example of Allah threading the needle that later on it made sense. Later on the healing came. Later on, you know, he, he, he because and only because he went through those difficulties, was he in a position to, to be able to help so many other people, right? His family and, and otherwise. So it's hard when, thing, when the dust cloud is all around us and it's hard to see like, okay, what, what good can come out of this? But through different things that our deen teaches us and through different things that we can try to do as people, eventually Allah will lift the veil and will show us that this is a wisdom that, you, that, that can be taken from that. The classic example of pearls. You don't just find pearls on the beach, right? You have to dive, you have to dive deeply and the, there's so much effort that comes into it because of how much it's worth. The same thing with diamonds and gems, precious, uh, precious gems. There, it's not just easy. There has to be effort and work put in. And I'll, I'll, I'll conclude with this. When, when, when you look at the different examples of the prophets, if you look at uh, Prophet Ayyub went through immense difficulty, but there is a happy ending. And Allah gave him double than what he had before. Prophet Muhammad went through immense difficulty, but there was a happy ending. And things became much better than they were before. So on and so forth. So when we go through the Qur'an, when we go through you know, uh, hadith or even books of benefit like this, there's a lot of nourishment that we can take from, you know what, I may not know how, but Allah knows how things are hopefully going to get better. So let me do what I can now. Scholars have divided sabr into three categories. One, sabr, persistence, when it comes to doing good. Persistence when it comes to trying to avoid bad. And then persistence and patience when it comes to just riding the ups and downs, the waves of this life, whatever calamities or even blessings that may come your way, to navigate them with, with sabr and to hold on to that rope of Allah Azza wa Jal. No one is saying this is easy, but we ask Allah to make it easy for all of us and our loved ones. We ask Allah to facilitate all of our situations. Yes, sir. In al yusra with, and you mentioned that last time, right? With hardship, there's ease. With hardship, there's ease, and these ayat indicate that there's more ease than hardship, right? Which can be very difficult to see when the dust cloud is around us. But in our own lives, we look back and the dust settles, and we say, Subhanallah, because of that, you know. I was motivated to do this or to do that. And then later on, there can be a lot of good for you, for someone, and then also a lot of uh, other people potentially. SubhanAllah. Jazakallah khair for. And the ayah, we were reminded of it every week, right? With hardship, there's ease. With hardship, there's ease. It's like Yaqub, he had 18 years of good life and mm. he had 8 years of really hardship. Mm. But then after that, after he recognized that for his wife, then he had really good life. Then mm-hmm. he became Younger than before, stronger than before. Mm-hmm. Than before. Mm-hmm. For, for Prophet Ayyub. For Prophet Ayyub. Yeah, yeah. Subhanallah. And uh, even so, he's on one end, of the, one end of the spectrum where he lost everything. He made it through that and Allah rewarded him in this life. And then, of course, the best reward is in the next life. Even Prophet Sulaiman on the other end of the spectrum who had everything. Prophet Ayyub lost everything. Prophet Sulaiman had everything. In a sense, in the dunyawi sense. He had kingdom. He had, he had not only kingdom and, and wealth and power, but he also had, as we know, control over the wind and jinn and very exceptional things. For both of them in back-to-back stories in Surah Sa'd, Surah 38, Allah praises them in the same way. 
to get to that level, it wasn't easy for him. He got to the point that right. he said, Allah, if you're going to give me, give me the best. Because mm. he went through so much trials by the mm-hmm. hands and everything else. So for, for, for both of them, for Prophet Suleiman and Prophet Ayyub, Allah uses the same exact phrase for both of them. Ni'mal abd innahu awab. That what a good servant he is, he would turn to Allah often. So for both, so that indicates, here's the whole spectrum. If your life is as good as Prophet Suleiman or as bad as Prophet Ayyub, Allah says the same phrase for both. So that's an indication to us that whatever it is we're going through, good or bad, how can I, how can I, put this concept into practice, how can I be a good servant to Allah Azza wa Jal? And the secret is in the next part, innahu awab, to turn to Allah often, to make dua often, to do good often, as best we can. We ask Allah to guide us and forgive us. I don't want to take too much time. We ask Allah. Yes, sir. We have a saying in our company that uh, Mm -hmm. mankind is made of uh, flesh and and some bones, you know. Mm -hmm. We should not blame anybody, even if he's non-prophet, you know, I mean, even, even if he is not a prophet, that he cannot tolerate for a, a, a death in the family. Mm-hmm. Because we all experience that there are some people, they cry, mm-hmm. some people, they just put it inside and mm-hmm. inside, and suddenly they... They explode. They explode, because you know? it has to go somewhere. It's a nature of the human, you know, mm-hmm. and we should not say that, oh, he, he is not... He is not a believer. Mm-hmm. It's not nothing to do with a believer or non-believer. Mm-hmm. We are made like that, mm-hmm. and we are human. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And human has a tendency that uh, that they, uh, they they keep putting and putting and putting. Mm-hmm. If we keep bottling it up, then eventually it bursts. So ideally, we can find ways. Hopefully, a lot of that applies to men the majority of the time, right? So ideally, if we can, if we can try to find ways to to try to avoid getting to the point where the bursting and exploding happens. I, m- I mentioned that because unfortunately most of the time when that happens, people take out their anger or their emotion on their immediate family members, and it may have nothing to do with them. Things may have been building up for years for such a long time, and then there's one tiny thing that happens, and so it's not fair in in um, in in you know to that person or to those people if it it's like hot water, if it boils over onto them and they're innocent, then that wouldn't really be fair. What you're saying is true, though, that if we don't manage it properly, then eventually that's what it'll get to. So we want to try to avoid that dynamite explosion and to see, okay, how can we heal? How can we um, avoid doing that in a way where, how can that energy be repurposed or be turned? Quran is a very, very helpful method of healing for what you're talking about. Right? It's not the only one, there, there are other, other options as well, but that energy can be treated and healed through a healthy relationship with the Qur'an. In the short term and in the, the, the long term, especially with that niyyah. The, the, this one word, mm-hmm. patience, and most people, they, I'm sure that everybody believes that patience is a virtue. Mm-hmm. It's not just a piece of, you know, mm-hmm. oh, I have patience. No, mm-hmm. you have to have patience, otherwise... You can do anything, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, Allah mentioned that in several places in the, in the Quran. Mm-hmm. Patient, 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 mm-hmm. you know. So, in the Allah is Allah is Yeah, Allah is with the patient. Allah. Um, hold, hold on, one second, go ahead. There you go. To, to, to community, to encourage each other. 
yeah. right? To to remain committed to the truth and also to encourage each other with patience. That's see see tafsir <laughs> millennial sahaba. Mashallah. Jazakallah khair. That that's a good point, right? And we need each other. That encouragement to because if someone if if they're if they're they feel like they're about to lose it, maybe they open up to a friend, to a spouse, to a to a family member, and they're like, I'm having a hard time with this. If they advise them, like, you know, sometimes you just, you need that advice from someone, like, be patient, things are going to get better, things are going to be okay. Um, well, people who are age, you know, they experience that. Believe me, I have experienced that with my own eyes, that when there is a death in the family, mm-hmm. and the family get together, relatives, friends, you know, they almost, they didn't forget the whole thing, but they get much, much, much mm-hmm. more patience mm-hmm. than five minutes ago or one, one day ago. There can be healing from that energy, from the positive energy, and support. Everyone, everyone needs support. Sorry, last comment, brother, before we conclude. Were you going to mention something? Uh, yeah, basically, we're talking about patience. Like, if you look at the patience of the angels, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says it takes the angels 50,000 years to get to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They do their tasks and they pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And no human could ever pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like the angels do. But for us humans, how long we have on this earth? 10, 20 years, 30 years. Mm-hmm. So basically what makes us, everything is a balance in the universe. So what makes us special is the, the hardships mm-hmm. that we go through. That's what elevates us. That's what makes us much faster. It gives you the warp and speed. Mm-hmm. Not the 50,000 years that you get there in 20, 30 years. So, mm-hmm. so the, the reward, the reward that can come. And that's part, that's part of the, the human project, if I can use that, that expression that... You know, we do what we can. May Allah help all of us. I want to go ahead and wrap up, inshallah. May Allah help us. Uh, so for for the for the for any kids or youth who are here, you can come to the front and you'll get some pieces, inshallah. Subhanakallahum bihamdik. Nashadu na ilaha illa ant. Nasafiru kama tu bulek. Walhas inna insana fi khus. Illa ladina amanu amilu salihat. Wa tawasab alhaki wa tawasab alsab. Your sister fell asleep. Do you want to take these for her? Don't eat them though. Oh yeah, for her. No, give it to me. I'll eat for her? Inshallah. Come on, man, don't, don't. I'm and then this, this, this is this is for your parents. Oh. Are are any kids with you today? Yeah. Uh, are, are are the kids here with you or not? Not here today. Yeah. Not here. Okay. <laughs>